Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock Oh, yeah. Good to be back with you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is here. Hello. Let's not waste any more time. We got a lot of stories from here in the Hoosier State. Let's crank up some Indiana stuff. Tenderloins, euchre, <laughs> basketball, Indiana stuff. So, Nige, I was uh, out yesterday, and yes, Jerry were. Spanglish was in yesterday. Yeah. I heard you guys talking a little bit about the Delphi situation. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're in the camp of thinking this whole thing is a mess. I think right now it sounds like a mess, but I do like that they aren't going to start this trial until next October. And here's why. It just seems like everything has been a mess up until now, from the crime scene pictures being leaked to the health and the mental acuity of the uh, accused murderer, Richard Allen, to the Richard Allen's lawyers being removed and dismissed. and But all that I, falls under the umbrella of the defense, though. Like, And it feels like this is what they wanted to create. Maybe, maybe. But this now, this gives the uh, prosecution enough time to get their ducks in a row to uh, make sure that Abby and Libby are, um, you know, justice. We, we find justice for those girls. My concern, and again, we all knew that this thing was going to be delayed, right? That's not a big surprise. I'm just a little concerned that Richard Allen might not make it until next October. Like, we've seen this before, right? He already looks like he's been deteriorating ever since he's been locked up. And trust me, there's no sympathy uh, if this guy did what he's being accused of. But I want a fair trial. That is the most important thing for me. Of course. I want all the information out there. If cameras are in the courtroom, I want to see everything and i want these families to feel like they got the trial that they've been waiting for and maybe the closure that they've been waiting for and if richard allen somehow some way kicks it and doesn't make it until next october yeah that's going to be really rough for the families that aspect i i was just thinking more in terms of you know getting the the t's crossed and the i's dotted and having everything lined up if you're the prosecution you don't want to leave anything no stone unturned in terms of this case right and and in preparing for the defense as well the families deserve everything to be out there and on the table no you know quirky things happening and certainly they need richard allen to stay healthy until the trial so wherever he's staying at I don't want to have a Jeffrey Epstein type of situation of, well, the camera just turned off and there just happened to be a break where the guards weren't there. No, 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 no. This high profile of a situation makes sure Richard Allen is eating, drinking, working out, 
He has to make it to next October because this trial, this family, these families, they deserve this trial to be 100% right. Uh, You heard at the news earlier, police in Middletown here in Indiana issued a warning to parents about meth being found in a trick-or-treater's bag. Come on. Really? It's like (laughs) Middletown. Nice job. I mean, if you think about it, this isn't like Indy. This isn't Gary. You know, this isn't Fort Wayne. It's not some big, large city in Indiana. It's Middletown. And kids are getting meth in their trick-or-treat bags. Did you guys have a good turnout last night, Nigel? Oh, yeah. We had a bunch of little critters uh, stop by. Our, uh, our, our neighborhood was very active. Uh, up until it got dark, and then when it got really cold, uh, actually it was cold the whole time. <laughs> right. The, when was it the, warm? The, the advantage, <laughs> the one advantage that we had, we uh, as parents uh, have neighbors that have a golf cart. Oh yeah, we've Zion, done that Zion, before. Zionsville is like now become like this golf cart community to where you can put your golf cart on the roads, and you know, especially in the neighborhoods, is fine. But now you can actually go out on main roads, and so we had you know eight people hanging off that thing going from house to house nice may or may not had a beverage in the uh yeti understood taking along i wasn't driving but um how about you we had about awake oh yeah oh yeah i was fine um we had about 50 and what was wild at our house is that most of them came when like the sun went down because the sun goes down pretty early now, but it was around 6.30 to 7.30, that little window, that's when we got most of the kids. There was a point in the day yesterday, I thought that we would have to go back out and get more candy, but we had just enough, man, and hats off. I was pleasantly surprised. I like seeing a lot of trick-or-treaters in the neighborhood, man. I think it's a cool thing. Well, and and here's the thing i didn't i wasn't around our house because we were following the kids around but the but we had a lot of left candy left over so maybe i'm thinking we didn't have as many as you did the the in-laws my wife's parents were answering the door right we were following the kiddos around yeah i texted uh, you and rob and now rob lives in a place where there's not a lot of foot traffic so i get that but uh we had a good turnout considering as cold as it was you know this this story about um, middletown and one of the trick-or-treaters bag being tested for uh, you know meth positive for meth we had a story yesterday about how um i think this is in wisconsin uh, like a nail was embedded into a Tootsie Roll. Oh, come on. And I was more concerned that these a-holes were giving out Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> I'll take the nail. At least that's something I could use. You and Tony Katz both rip on Tootsie Rolls, but I'm telling you Ooh. something. I could take a bunch of Tootsie Rolls, shove them in my mouth like a baseball player used to do, like to chew, and just <laughs> sit there and be all right. Like it's Red Man tobacco? Yeah. Load that thing up with, like, the chocolate Tootsie Roll, and I'm in business. I have never heard of anybody doing that. The only time I eat Tootsie Rolls is when we order, um, oh, what's the pizza place? I just had it. There's a pizza place that every time they deliver a hot box. Okay. Hot box pizza. Tootsie Rolls come in every uh, pizza box. Meanwhile, down in B-Town, Bloomington, IU has placed another fraternity on the list for cease and desist. Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity placed on the list for hazing. Now, if this sounds like a familiar story, I believe this is the fifth fraternity to be placed on the cease and desist list down at IU for hazing. Well, 
I'm surprised they still do. They still haze. Is that still a thing in this day and age in college where everybody is so sensitive? You start crying if you call somebody the wrong pronoun. <laughs> but they're still, are, are they still like, you know, taping your butt shut with duct tape and tying your hands behind your back and making you drink a half gallon of vodka? Uh, that was know? the breakfast club mixed with uh, the way <laughs> right. Nigel was uh, baptized at Ball State, I believe, that semester you went. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but they got busted. They got caught. And you're right, especially Indiana, IU. Like, that's like the woke capital of Indiana. Oh, yeah. And they're down there doing hazing, and surprise, surprise, they got in trouble. Which brings us to great moments in fighting to save your frat house history. <laughs> Here is the movie PCU. Yes. Last night, my house threw a party. And I thought that we all finally got along. We had a good time. But we got so many protests, we broke so many rules, that we got booted off campus. You know, it used to be the administration's job to make rules. It used to be us against them. Now it's us against us. I've been here for seven years, and i got to tell you guys, what's going on here is about America. It's about democracy. It's about the Bill of Rights and basic cable, call waiting, and free trips to the salad bar. It's about everything that makes this country great. Our country. We can do something about this. We can finally say that when some people are having a good time and drinking some beers, throwing some meat, that we're not going to protest. <laughs> drinking some beer, throwing some meat. How about when Poindexter from the Lambda 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 fraternity <laughs> pointed out to you and Jefferson they had to accept them based on the bylaws? As you know, we have no chapter at Adams College, which is why I've agreed to see you. But I must tell you, gentlemen, you have very little chance of Becoming Trilanders. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. <laughs> you're, according to your bylaws, you'd have to take us on a 60-day trial basis. I beg your pardon? According to your bylaws... He's right, Yuen. Any group that petitions can become a probationary Trilander chapter. Great moments in trying to save your frat house history.